This is Dr. Nick Tiller, and you're listening to the Skeptic's Guide to Sports Science podcast. What follows is an audio recording of my column published in Skeptical Inquirer, the magazine for science and reason. For more information, visit www.skepticalinquirer.org. As with all articles in the series, a link to the original piece with its full list of references can be found in the show notes. Episode 21, Ozempic and Wigovi for Obesity, Landmark Therapies with Forgotten Flaws. How desperate to lose weight would you have to be before you'd let a surgeon slice a hole in your abdomen and remove three quarters of your stomach? This is sleeve gastrectomy, a common bariatric surgery that reduces stomach size and decreases appetite by blunting the release of ghrelin a hormone that stimulates hunger. More than 1.5 million Americans have elected for bariatric surgery in the last 10 years, having repeatedly tried and failed to lose weight via conventional means. All bariatric surgeries carry significant risk, including bleeding, infection, gastrointestinal leaks, and even death. They're also expensive and met with varying degrees of success. Even so... The benefits are often deemed to outweigh the risks, and for years, surgery has been the last bastion of hope for sections of an obese population that are otherwise hopeless. What's more, the number of bariatric surgeries performed is rising year on year. But now, promising new drugs, Ozempic and Wegovi, therapies for type 2 diabetes and obesity respectively, are showing documented success in clinical trials. Lauded by some as breakthrough weight loss treatments that will reduce dependence on surgery, yet vilified by others for promoting drug dependency, Ozempic and Wigovi are now making the predictable transition from clinical therapy to commercial shortcut. The implications for population health could be disastrous. Obesity is about as complex as a public health problem can get and we are hungry for a simple solution. It's not just a cosmetic concern. Obesity is described by the CDC as a serious and costly chronic disease, underpinned by a complex interplay among genetic, physiological, psychological and socio-economic factors with exact causes that vary from one person to the next. No intervention will ever provide the overarching support needed to address all contributing factors, hence why a multidisciplinary approach is so vital. But when considered quantitatively, obesity is just the manifestation of a single unbalanced equation, calories in versus calories out. And when the scales are tipped firmly and consistently in the direction of the former, weight gain is the inevitable result. The holy grail of weight loss is to find a healthy and sustainable means of correcting the balance. To accomplish this, exercise professionals have, for many decades, been the foremost proponents of moving more and eating less, or at least eating better. I've been among the strongest advocates. But it's a message that's fallen on the deafest ears, with obesity rates trending in the wrong direction since the 1970s and showing no sign of yielding. But in terms of public health guidance, 
Telling an obese population to move more and eat less is analogous to telling a population of smokers to stop buying cigarettes. It's valid and well-meaning advice which, when framed against the full complexity of obesity's causes, is grossly reductionist. Semaglutide is a breakthrough in the non-invasive treatment of obesity. First made available in 2017 under the brand name Ozempic for treating type 2 diabetes, it was reapproved by the FDA in 2021 with a distinct dosing regimen under the brand name Wegovi as a therapeutic aid for obesity. Both drugs mimic glucagon-like peptide 1, GLP-1, which is a hormone secreted during digestion to suppress appetite. More specifically, by acting through the central and peripheral nervous system, semaglutide slows the rate at which food empties from the stomach, increases insulin release from the pancreas for better blood glucose control, and alters the perception of taste, thereby causing taste aversion. The drug can effectively restore the GLP-1 signaling pathway, which is thought to be dysfunctional in certain obese patients. Now, as with all medications, Ozempic and Wegovi come with side effects. Nausea, abdominal pain, constipation, diarrhea and vomiting are all common. But for clinically obese patients or diabetics, who have a considerably greater risk of cardiometabolic disease, the risk-to-benefit ratio is generally thought to be favourable. But not for everyone. Experts broadly categorise obesity into one of four subtypes. People who need to eat more food than normal to become full, which is referred to as hungry brain. People who become full with a regular meal but with short-lived effects, known as hungry gut. People who eat to cope with difficult emotions or emotional hunger. And people with a relatively slow metabolism or slow burn. Semaglutide as a GLP-1 analogue is an effective intervention for those with hungry gut but it may not be appropriate for people with obesity that's related to slow burn or emotional hunger. Chronic depression and anxiety are two of the most common psychopathologies that trigger binge eating, and many people eat to transiently improve their mood. These behaviours won't simply subside along with one's appetite. In such cases, semaglutide may bury the symptoms, leaving the causes to take root. For all its clinical efficacy, semaglutide doesn't show people how to change their relationship with food or eat in a healthy, sustainable way. Studies show that people who stopped the therapy after 20 weeks regained most of the weight that they'd initially lost because the appetite suppressant reduces diet quantity without improving quality. What's more, yo-yo dieting, that is, large and periodic fluctuations in body weight, poses a considerable risk of cardiovascular disease and life dissatisfaction. For optimal outcomes, semaglutide must therefore be taken alongside the dietary and lifestyle interventions that obese patients have historically been unable to implement. Where they have previously failed, semaglutide may provide the conditions necessary to finally succeed. As inevitable as a Gwyneth Paltrow pseudoscience, Ozempic and Wigovi have quickly crossed the narrow divide from therapeutic drug to commercial shortcut. The reception they'll receive in the commercial weight loss space is to be determined. On the one hand, 
Americans spend $70 billion each year on weight loss products and interventions, mostly ineffective fad diets and supplements, revenue that may be crippled if people turn to FDA-approved drugs. On the other hand, Ozempic has already been incorporated into weight loss programs like Weight Watchers, whose stock soared earlier this year when they announced they'd offer prescriptions for the drug alongside their dietary interventions. Quote, GLP-1 agonists are possible game-changers in the field of medical weight management. End quote. This appeared on their website recently. Weight Watchers also insist that results are best when Ozempic is taken in partnership with healthy habits for weight management, like a nutritious diet and moderate physical activity. It's a clear indication that the commercial weight loss industry will take a laissez-faire approach to the use of semaglutide for generic weight loss. It was easy to predict that such widespread availability would spark a semaglutide shortage, one exacerbated by celebrity endorsements of Ozempic and its subsequent popularity as a weight loss aid on TikTok. As such, it's becoming increasingly difficult for diabetics to fulfill their prescription needs. So semaglutide represents an important weapon in the ongoing war on obesity, but we're already seeing some chinks in the armor. The efficacy of semaglutide, along with its availability, undermines the notion that there are no shortcuts to weight loss. Our blind faith in the quick-fix fallacy has on this occasion been rewarded. But while the drug is effective for some sections of the obese population who desperately need it, for others, including the moderately overweight, it could do more harm than good. Historically speaking, favoring quick-fix interventions over behavioral changes for health and wellness have not ended well. Non-obese people who use semaglutide for generic weight loss are likely avoiding the core lifestyle changes that will ensure healthy weight management long into the future. And if someone must stop taking the drug, for example, because of unexpected side effects or the financial costs, how will semaglutide have changed their relationship to food? How will it have shown them to eat in a healthy and sustainable way? How will it have taught them to control their cravings? All are questions that remain unanswered. At present, both Ozempic and Wigovi are anticipated to be long-term treatments, possibly taken for an indefinite period. They'll have to be. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this article, check out my book, The Skeptic's Guide to Sports Science, Confronting Myths of the Health and Fitness Industry, published by Taylor and Francis. For more information on this and my other work, visit www.mbtiller.com. Thank you.